Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ah, <sighs> there you are. I'm in bed. Dude, I was actually <laughs> going to say, I hope you're in your kimono. Uh, my boob kind of slipped out of that. Oh, that's true. Darn. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Are you recording? Yeah, we're recording. Hey, guys. Ooh. Welcome to another Hey, guys. Episode. Welcome to the... Brooke and Gina. Like, is that actually singing? <laughs> well, No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, no, it's not. It's um, uh, not. So, what'd you do last night? Um, we went to dinner. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> Got a little tuned up? Not intentionally. That was not my intention at all. <laughs> when you called me, I was like, she's a little tuned up. Yeah, not my intention at all. Like, I was exhausted from all day of filming. Yeah, and I got home. I was so tired. I showered, and Daniel was too. He took Daniel took a nap. He was exhausted. Uh I showered. The guy can nap anywhere. I know. Showered, laid in bed for a while, and then my parents have their Saturday night date. Oh yeah, their dinner. Uh huh. I went downstairs. Sorry, I had to blow dry my hair and everything. So start getting ready, and I came back in the kitchen, and I'm like, they were laughing because I went and got a glass of that box rosé. Oh, it's (laughs) still still here. And, um, uh, what did my cousin, my cousin was there. My, my cousin is literally about to pop, about to have her baby. And I'm getting a, I'm getting a glass of rosé and she's like, I'm like, I was so tired. She goes, well, doesn't that, because my family, a lot of them like don't drink super often, right? Or not at all. Right. She goes, doesn't, like, won't that make you more tired? And I was like, yeah, but it also will make me feel great. <laughs> so I had a glass of rosé while I'm getting ready. Plan is go to dinner. Um, they have really, we went to Feel Love Cafe and they have really great, mm-hmm. uh, like fancy cocktails. What's that called? Uh huh. The word for that. I don't know. Anyways, so go there. Um, you know, have a, have a, what did I have? Dude, I told my dad today, I was like, dad, I did it again. And he's like, I'm like, I mixed too many things. Oh, no. Instead of like, instead That's of like the being word. smart, to, it yeah. was more like what sounded like letting my friend's orders that sounded good, like sway like my original order. Because I was thinking like, oh, I'll just have wine at dinner. Because I originally, and then I was like, oh, no, I actually, I won't get the cab. I will have a whiskey sour, please. And then, <laughs> and then I and then had, it went downhill from there. I had a... And I think I had three drinks at dinner. So I felt great. Oh, nice. And uh-huh. I, I had told um, Sonny and Jake, I was like, hey, I mean, all right, you guys, just so you know. You thought the had, drinks aren't that strong. No, but also um, we had made a pact. So the, the new pact is like, we're not drinking. Like that was the pact. Yeah, I know. I remember. But there was a loophole you were gonna... for me. There was a loophole for me. Oh. There was two. One, it was started it started for me after montana right right and you're like there's no way i'm gonna like not drink with gina here yeah so, and, and jake was like yeah dude if your friends if you're like your friends are in town like okay so i hadn't i wasn't drinking and i was thinking like well i'm gonna have a drink at dinner because daniel's here and he leaves tomorrow and they have really great whiskey drinks and i'm gonna you know take him out there um but at dinner, I didn't realize like like Jake and Sonny were also having a cocktail. Like I thought I was just like getting a glass of wine, and you know, they obviously would understand because Daniel's in town. And, but then everyone was having drinks, so yeah, that's, that's how it I said, goes. I said after here, I'm gonna take him just to the brewery across the street, just to like go and see it, and you know, and then go home. I even told my parents. My dad this morning he said, "So, uh, 
you uh, you stayed out later than you had planned. And I was like, yep. <laughs> oh, look at Daniel in the background. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a creep. Hi. He can't hear you because you're plugged into the. Oh, I was like, are you? He goes, he goes, you're a creep. He goes, I can't, I can't hear you, but I can read your lips. I see you. You're a creep. (laughs) I can't hear him. I can't hear you. Anyways, we went to what he loves you. We went to Wood Ash Rye. Love you. Um, Sunny wanted to go there. She like, I really like that bar. So we went there and had a drink. I did have, but here's where I had a glass of wine. That's what I had there glass of wine and then i felt like at that point it was like i mean more than enough right i was ready to go home but i also was tuned up enough that like when we're walking back to the car but also is by the brewery it's like well are we going there or are we just going home and all it took was jake saying i mean i'm gonna go there i I would go there (laughs) so then then we're like okay yeah we're happy you said it we're happy you said it because we weren't going to be the ones to say it so we go in there and you went there there's there's new it's like the only brewery in southern utah in st george and packed because it's like it's a college town but there's never really been places for people to like have a college nightlife I guess like restaurants or breweries that are open late and have music and so went there huge line and of course I walk into again like I'll I swear I'm never going there again unless you're in town so many people (laughs) that I went to high school with yeah so many well then you're trying to do like the distancing and all of that and I'm like you know I'm there with you know my uh, my friends that I was there with in my group but then every so often it's like Brooke hey Brooke and I'm like and I'm drunk enough that I'm like hey can't remember any of their names oh I'm the same way <laughs> so, I remember nobody from high school and I remember faces anyways um this is a long story that's not short they had uh, one group of friends uh bought me a shot of te- vodka I took it because I'm not a bitch <laughs> Because I told myself that, that's what made me feel cooler when I decided to keep drinking. And then we were we went we sat down. Remember, we're in the couch area where we sat me, yeah. and Colby, and Courtney. We went to the same place because that that space and table was all open. So we went there, and Sunny served us up two rounds of tequila shots. Oh no! Yep. No, yeah. I did it. Ooh, it went and I did it. Is that? A- Wait, so was that before or after you? Oh, I bet you did. Oh, I did. But did, but did you, was that, be, did you take them before you FaceTime me or after? Mm, I took one before. <laughs> you were feeling good. Dude, I, too much. <laughs> I woke up this morning. Uh, I, I love I you. I set my alarm for like, I passed out hard. We weren't even out late. Like we came home because we were walking, we finished dinner at like 9.30. Right. We went and had one glass of wine and we got the chicharrones at Wood Ash Rye. Oh, yum. And then we left there and I think, when was last call when we were here? It was like 11. Yeah. So we, they did last call and we left like 30 minutes later. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got home, you know. Now you're gonna go go train Wait. today. Oh, dude! So I'm, I'm so sore from all the filming. You guys, we've been so we've been filming. What Daniel's doing in town is we are filming all new. Well, I've been filming all new movement demo videos for the Naked Training app. Um, and then we're re, we are redoing the coaching videos for each movement with Daniel Jahangard. He's our new coach. I know. I've, I feel like I've definitely told you guys that we were hiring him and super excited about it he'll be programming all of our new live program which will be going live in about like a month and a half i'm pretty sure um so we've been doing that we were doing it all day yesterday we trained yet the last few days we trained early morning and then we i filmed and did movements and i'm only doing like each movement because you're starting starting and stopping a lot because he's coaching right so we kind of started out here's the movement we're doing these are the faults we're looking for 
these are the points of performance, like focus on these things. And I'm like demoing, I'm showing things, how you would do it wrong, how we want you to do it right. And Daniel's coaching. Um, so I'm not doing a ton of reps, but when you are like, I'm holding a barbell or dumbbells or whatever. And every time we're showing people how to get set for something, right? Like how, where are we activating? We got to make sure our shoulders are tight, our core is tight, our, you know, our legs, extend your hips, um, all these things. I'm basically in like this act, I'm in an actively flexed position, like for hours. <laughs> so <Right. laughs> my, uh, my back is so sore from really having to show how to set your shoulders. And then I'm just holding an empty bar or a, a barbell with like tens on it. So, you know, like, 65 pounds, 55 pounds. I had a women's bar. Um, yeah, not heavy, not a lot of reps, but I am incredibly sore. Last night, I remember telling Jake, I was like, dude, I'm not working out tomorrow. I'm only going to do <laughs> the movements, like the, you know, three to five reps or whatever I have to do for everything. That's it. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. Yeah. But, so you have that again today. Yep. Right all day. This, right after this, I'm going to back to the gym to film today. And then I have to fly to Salt Lake because when you guys hear this, obviously, Answer will have already launched our new line, but I'm going to Salt Lake to be able to be there on Monday when the launch happens. And then I'm coming back back in time for my dad's birthday on Tuesday. Oh, tell your dad I said happy birthday. I will. Um, And your new line is called what? It's called Grit? Grit. The Grit Grit. We kind of did a rebranding eventswear and launched this new line, a new collection. And it's really... I see Colby going to the bathroom behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Turn on the fan, Colby! (laughs) Seriously. We'll we'll time how long he's been in there. (laughs) (laughs) For sure, hot snakes. <laughs> yeah, he just I just love he oh, up, I was right? like he was, I know he only gets tuned up when I'm not there. Dude, and he rarely I think he, he has like does. PTSD like like he knows like he he's, he doesn't have his defenses up when I'm around. He's like I can let my defenses down. Gina's not here and actually get drunk. Oh my gosh. But yeah, the grit collection. Uh, we um very cool. It'll it's super exciting because I mean after COVID I had got new partners for clothing. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) just walked out. Okay. It was just number one guys. (laughs) (laughs) We'd got new, I got new partners for, um, and swear. And then we were all, you know, gearing up to hopefully do just cool stuff together and get it, get the company and everything moving in a good direction. So we could actually make, hopefully turn it into something you know, profitable, big, create items that I want, that people want, that Gina wants. And then COVID hit and it was like, oh, kibosh. Like there we did, we could do nothing. It was so difficult for everybody. And especially for people in businesses where you weren't just selling a program online because, or things you could film at your house. Like if any company anywhere, I mean, your family, you're, you guys dealt with it too. It's like, no one could ship anything. There wasn't enough inventory. Um, my aunt and uncle have a furniture store here in Southern Utah and they, they couldn't like trying to purchase, um, furniture, house stuff to bring into the store. If you're a buyer, you know, you go and you buy all your stuff, but everything was shut down. They basically had to buy crates of like, just think like if you get an item, you see a picture of it and you have to buy a whole crate of stuff because like everything was backed up so much for shipping that you're basically forced to buy way more than what you probably need, but you have, that's the way you have to get it and then just hope that you sell all of it. Right. Like, it's That's terrifying. Well, it's like a huge gamble. Terrifying. And in our case, yeah. you know, you just couldn't get stuff with Athea skincare. Um, they actually had to reef, uh, re, they had to change certain ingredients. They had to find substitute, substitute ingredients and actually change the, the recipe, the formula first. Yeah. And actually a lot of people liked the newer formula for this, for the cleanser, but they had to change stuff because you couldn't get stuff. You couldn't get the ingredients. You couldn't right. get 
<laughs> it's, it's crazy, yeah. man. And I'm People really don't. hoping that things start to, you know, right now how like California is back to where things are opening up again. Like really fingers right. crossed, hoping that we just, we keep taking little steps forward versus like a step forward and 50 steps back. And then 50 steps back. Exactly. Yeah, my sisters, because I, I've mentioned it before, but our family owns, um, I think it's eight stores. It's eight, eight uh, Ace Hardwares. And I think what we forget is that these people who are in these, who are working in essential businesses like that, uh, a lot of the customers, I mean, they're, they're exhausted. My sister broke down the other day and just said, I, I don't know if I, if I can do this anymore because they're working on, first of all, I don't know if a lot of people know, but uh, people have the option to not work if they don't feel comfortable during COVID. So a lot of people will choose not to work and stay at home and collect unemployment, but they have to have, at least here, they have to have their jobs still available. So you're working on, a, you know, with less people, um, they're exhausted, they're working overtime, and then they have customers coming in complaining that they don't have something in when it has nothing to do with them. I mean, somebody was mad at my sister because something wasn't in and she was like, I'm sorry, we're in a pandemic. <laughs> we can't get it. It's not our fault. It's not that our business is, you know, shitty. It's just, we can't get it. And you have, and I'm sorry, but you know, that, that shovel you wanted is, is just not that important right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it, we have to remember that our, people that are working in essential businesses are, um, and I understand, you know, customers are on edge and I mean, everybody's on edge because they're just so exhausted from this whole thing. Um, but we have to learn to be patient. So I was just talking to her about it and she's just, she's done. Yeah. I'm just ready to quit. <laughs> she can't quit. She runs the whole thing. <laughs> so, and, um, and remembering too, like if you go to a store, like, uh, like nine times out of 10, that store doesn't make the thing they're selling you like right there okay. they, where they just have it. Like even, and even if they do right. make it or put it together, a lot of the things they need to do that come from somewhere else. They have to right. order them in, you know, everything's coming from somewhere else. And if it's, there's a lot of people in play, like a lot of big process and something like COVID just really, you know, threw a wrench in, the, in it. It did it, yeah. made it near impossible. I mean, for an yeah, entire it's like year. Get, for so right, long. It's like getting mad at the checkout person at the grocery store because there's no toilet paper. <laughs> They're not at home rolling toilet paper for you're you. Like, you're taking it out on the wrong person, man. <laughs> you're on the wrong person. But, uh, Sarah was telling me, my friend Sarah, that she went to the grocery store the other day and the clerk, uh, as she was getting going to the counter, you know, they have the six feet apart. Yeah. And so the person was checking out, and then she pushed her cart up. So she is still six feet away from the other person. And I guess, and she has her twins with her, and they're little. And I guess the checkout lady took her cart and pushed it back and said, six feet, oh. and bonked, her, bonked Jackson in the head, one of her kids. She was like, I cannot believe, and she's a very mild-mannered person, and of course, you know, her child was crying, and yeah. she was like, I cannot believe this woman, and then, you know, we were talking about it, and she said, yeah, but I did hear one of the other people in the produce department telling another customer that they normally had 115 employees, and they were working with 67 employees or something like that at the time, so it's kind of like, we all have to, I mean, it's not okay to hit somebody's child in the head and I don't think she meant to but it's you know everybody is just kind of on edge done and then, <laughs> they're yeah, done then just end up like taking it out on on the wrong just, people you know innocent bystanders yeah yeah a seven-year-old child <laughs> you're like hey we're all we all or quit. I. I, we all quit <laughs> yeah everybody needs a chill I was going to read a question. Yeah, do it. I found, 
Okay, I found this question really, it's very long, but it was really, I don't know if I'd read it to you before. Oh, first of all, I was going through some emails and a bunch of people are asking for planners again. So I, I don't know if they've been listening to the old ones. Yeah. But uh, one of them even said old 2020 planners. Those were old 2019 planners. <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you so much for writing in. Uh, if you wanted a planner, we, I think we had a few of those left, do, but they're in they're storage in somewhere. Storage unit. They're which deep, we can't even get to because in my storage unit. And until I can, you know, until I can find a home, home. uh, and I don't know when that will be. So until I can do that, I don't see myself really going through that storage unit yeah at least not enough to like find like all like the small boxes that are stacked up and figure out which one has my planners in it exactly so thank you for writing in but we probably won't have one being sent out someone even said that they wanted a picture of uh my neck dick skin Here, here, what's so funny about that is like, I don't feel like people, like many pe- like people could ask that and like feel like pretty good about that question to anyone else. Like, you know what I want, Gina? Like that's, Gina, that's how, that's how much that you and I just make fun of ourselves. I was dying. So, so like, for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, at one point I joked that because I've, I've, I'm getting older too, but I've never loved my neck. And when I do like a neck photo, I said that my neck looks like thick skin. Like, so. her, like if she tries to like give herself a double chin. <laughs> Just, oh no, I have like a bullfrog. It's like this big bullfrog, and then like thick skin underneath. <laughs> it's freak. so attractive. Have you seen those things going around? where you're supposed to put your camera down and to see like yes. what a guy sees yes. when you're like on top. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. And every video I see, it's always the girl being like, ah, oh, I can't be that bad. And then she puts her phone down and gets, gets up over and just like, Oh man. Oh my God. That's exactly. I know. Should, I, I don't. When I get, when I get back to stay with you, we should make one of those videos for our IG. That's <laughs> too. <laughs> I look bad laying on my back, let alone that way. No, you don't. Oh, oh my gosh. I'll okay, hold, so yeah, I'll, hold hold, on, I'll hold my camera and I'll get above you while you're laying down and film. <laughs> and you hold and then your switch camera it. and switch it. <laughs> then I'll flip the camera. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, I was trying to find. Sorry. No, while you're I looking, had it here. while you're looking, I'll just give um, an update. All right, guys. So yeah. I've seen some people who, first of all, are wanting me to post a photo of my my condom hat. Oh, <laughs> my uh-huh. head, my head condom. <laughs> I'll do that on our IG. Um, okay. I have been wearing it. Here's mm-hmm. where here's where I'm at with it. So it's not super fun to wear a beanie at night. <laughs> it's not it's not great to have a beanie on my head. I get hot. I run hot. So I've like gotten more where like I would wear it and it kind of would put it all the way over my hair. Um, it's too small. Like it's too close to being a beanie size, like a droopy beanie, but not, it's not big enough or like long enough for me to have like my long, my hair in there. So I've tried putting it all in there. It's too much. So now I just, I'll braid my hair and I've tried, you know, just putting it on braid down the side, out the side. So just focusing on the hair that is on the pillow. And now I'm where I roll up the sides and it's more just like a cap. Like, like on I, the back of your I, head. I roll it up because I, it bothers me. And then I, on oh, my ears. Oh like yeah. It's like over my ears. So, and then I, I'll put it on and I end up waking up in the morning. And at some point I like, I got really mad at it and I, I've taken it off and like thrown it. <laughs> So what I'm going to do is I'm just going get to, really mad at it. I'm just going to order silk pillowcases, which I actually had ordered some, um, and they were really shitty quality. I'm like, I'm not going to sleep on this. 
the satin yeah. that was in the in the beanie like in the hat was way softer way nicer so i'm going to order some not some good silk pillowcases and go with that instead of the hat um yeah that's where i'm at with it not it's not working for me it's uncomfortable <laughs> at nighttime it's, like it sits weird on my ears it's not tight but i have like yeah ear piercings and i feel like when i sleep and it just having something right against your ears like wearing a like wearing a beanie too long yeah um you can wear glasses that aren't heavy at all but if you have it on too long your ears kind of start to hurt well yeah i'm not going to want to sleep in my glasses yeah but i did i ordered this new hair serum to try and i'm going to pull up a picture of it so i don't have to leave so i can show you what it looks like and i was like is it the Vegamore or whatever? Yes. yes. So this is what or, it looks like. That's, that's how you say it. So, yeah, Vega, Vegamore. I'm going to go with Vegamore. I'm going to show you this picture because it's a little cat laying by it. Can you see it? <laughs> oh, even cats endorse it. <laughs> this is how cats have such great hair. This cat used to be hairless. <laughs> However, um, one side effect, hair falls out very fast and gets all over your clothes. <laughs> also, you might start creating dander and make everyone allergic to you. <laughs> but I ordered this. I for inst- Instagram for sure. My phone's was has been listening to me. Oh yeah, you know, so it knows. Like, oh, you're losing lots of hair. Oh, you're oh, going bald. You're, oh, your hair is shitty. Oh, you have shitty you're hair. You're getting all, all these, these ads. For all these brands hair of different hair products to like help your hair grow. And also, though, being overloaded with, you know, supplements and these things for your hair. I'm like, which one do I choose? Like, if there's all these yeah. things, like, which one's the one that might work? Because I've always been under the impression, too, that, you know, a lot of this shit doesn't actually work. Well, you know, that and unfortunately, then, it's And true. every pregnant woman's like, oh, just take this. And I'm like, yeah. And then you see their hair and they're like, yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, but you're going to you're gonna lose all that shit. When that baby comes out. Exactly. I'm like, so I don't know if I can trust those, like the uh, vitamins or whatever. What are the things that they tell you to take when you're pregnant, Gina? Oh, it's mostly, yeah, supplements, vitamins. Okay. Like a prenatal. So I looked, up, I looked up the Vegamore or Vegamore or whatever and was trying to read a lot of reviews. And a lot of stuff, it says like you have to put, it's a serum it doesn't seem really oily. It's more almost like watery, I guess. And yeah. you just part your hair into sections and it has like a little uh, dropper. You fill it up and uh-huh. you just kind of put little drops on your scalp in all the different sections and then you kind of rub it in, like massage it in. It's a little bit more difficult for me because I have a bunch of fake hair in my in my head. Only difficult <laughs> because... <laughs> I have to get What if it only between, made your fake hair grow? I have to get in between the wefts. Um, <laughs> but I, you're supposed to use it every day. So you use it every day. You just put it on your scalp. You don't have to wash it out. I've just been doing it at night, um, focusing on like my, what's this? My, 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 widow's like your crown, my crown back here um, by the sides of my, like by my face, by my hairline. And you got to use it every day. And a lot of people say you start to see a really big difference with um, new hair growth and things like that around like, like three months. So it takes some time. Three months. Yeah. So I'm trying to do <laughs> That's that. That's what I heard. Yeah. I'm trying to do that. I was a- talking. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, no, no, you, no, you. Um, uh, I was talking to Maureen, my friend Maureen, yeah. and she said that she had bought it for her husband, Jeff. Oh, I actually was and, thinking about that. I wanted to get it for my dad. It's his birthday on Tuesday. Yeah, hey, dad, but what's funny is this that is the, this is the real test. Can we get you to grow some hair? <laughs> I know. Well, what, what's funny is that she bought it and she was telling him, assuming that he knew he was starting to thin at the back of his head, but he didn't know. <laughs> and she said he got real defensive. He like said something mean about like not mean about her, but it was like, well, you have wrinkles <laughs> or something like that. Like got, <laughs> I had to like pick something out about her too. Like, oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got super defensive. The skin on it your, was, like, the skin on your hands is looking really 
cold. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of uh, in uh, the, uh, what was it? Uh, Ace Ventura, when he gets real defensive and he says, saddlebag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes, okay, saddlebag. <laughs> but I was telling her, I said, well, just don't even tell him. Just wait till he's asleep and just you can take the dropper and just be dropping it on the back of his head while he's sleeping. <laughs> and then like, or they just put it on your hands. Like on, yeah, and then act and like then, when and you're like him, taken him, out or give something. Give him like a massage. Like, is that and just like <laughs> yeah. rub his head? <laughs> He'll thank you later. But yeah, I saw. Uh, um, I've seen. There was one girl. Do you remember the like plus size, beautiful model? She was on. She did Sports Illustrated. She may have been like the first like plus size model that was on Sports Illustrated. What is her name? Dark hair, beautiful. People that are listening definitely. And I, I can picture her. Yeah. I feel like she was on their Instagram and she was talking about it and she was showing all this new hair growth and it was like her whole hairline looked like she had, um, <laughs> I feel like it reminds me of like a monk haircut, but she had like all these little hairs oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the way around her hairline and she was like showing her oh, wow. hair growth. So, so I was like, okay. I'm like. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to see if this will work. And I'm going to actually read this to you guys because it was really interesting to me when I was reading about it. Hey, make, make sure you don't put it too far down. You just end up with a super short forehead. For real. All right. Connect it to your eyebrows. It is the Grow Scalp Detoxifying Serum. They have hair, they have shampoo and stuff too, but let's see if I can read to you exactly what this says that it does because it made a lot of sense to me and I'll try it for all of you <laughs> I'll see if it works we'll see if it actually I'll be your guinea pig the science yeah I want to know the science well if the bush is coming back maybe I'll start putting it on my oh, hoo-ha yeah dude see if I can... <laughs> you know I did all that laser now the bush is coming back dude the bush is back oh okay, okay. go you turn to Vigamore with luscious lashes and beautiful brows. Okay, next comes a re revolutionary natural hair serum with the same amazing results. So they, they must have started with lash and brow serum. Um, there are many causes for thinning or loss, genetics, aging, or, chi or childbirth, to name a few. So yeah, when you have a baby. It's time to stop hiding the problem and start fixing it. We've taken our proprietary, proprietary plant-based, cruelty-free formula and enhanced it with powerful new phytoactives known to inhibit DHT production, extend the hair's growth phase, protect the and strengthen the roots to bring you thicker, fuller hair, stimulate your follicles without harsh chemicals, um, carcinogens, or scary side effects, apply daily so what it talked about is that um they were saying like dht production i think that that's a hormone and i think as we get older we produce more of it and that's like a main cause for like baldness like losing hair um okay so the idea is that the ingredients they have in it is suppresses that so okay I'm like, I'm like maybe i'm over here just like producing so much of this dht that's why my hair because it talks about like um it was even talking about like having like really like drier hair or like really fine but like dry hair that just breaks all the time like i grow hair i have a lot of hair but it's just so fine and it's dry and then you put me in you know in the desert however i lived in california for a long time and uh it's not dry there but hair still was, wasn't growing it was the same <laughs> hair was definitely right, right. the same so yeah i found it really interesting even learning about dht well we'll have to come back to it in three months we'll see see what the progress is yeah i'll keep i'm gonna keep using it consistency we'll keep is you key, posted guys says. All right, read the question. Okay. All right. So, I'm not going to read her name because it's kind of private. Yeah. Um, okay. So, it says, hey, Gina and Brooke. I love your podcast. I came across Brooke's workout videos this past summer, and I've been hooked to all of your videos. 
<clears throat> excuse me, blogs and podcasts since. You guys are brilliant and makes me a bit jelly about your friendship. It is so lovely to see that some relationships are so genuine. Well, thank you. Thank you. In one of the podcasts that I listened to a few weeks ago, Gina was so mindful and meticulous about explaining about relationships, daughters, wedding. So I'm seeking your advice for a strange situation that I have. Uh, she says where she's at. She goes, I'm in my 30s, was in a casual relationship with a guy, but he was already in a stable relationship. She has that in quotes, mm-hmm. which I knew from the start. Okay. That's a, that's one red flag. Yep. Um, his girlfriend. Oh, I said her name. Uh, uh, his girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, not like they're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is very sweet and beautiful. I don't know her personally, but from whatever he said, he wanted to introduce me to her as friends, which I refused because it is unfair to her. It'll be really awful should I be in her place. More than physical attraction, he and I were really good friends. Our frequency banter and laughter is why I got involved. This was going on for a year or more. Then a couple of months ago, I suspected that he was into another guy, a married man. It was, of course, shocking, so I confronted him with what I suspected, but he categorically denied it. Eventually, I found evidence. Then he came over to convince me his phone was constantly buzzing with messages. He is now speaking to another third woman. She is the best friend of his girlfriend. This is sticky. Mm-hmm. Uh, his girlfriend is also my age, and he said she wants to have kids with him. She's highly educated and has a better job than him. They are in this rela- they've been in this relationship for 15 years, is what he told me. But others who know him told me that it's only six years. I don't know how much he said is true and how many lies. The other guy is also someone that I knew very briefly, and he got married just this past summer. A few months after starting the affair with this guy, the girl he married is also well-educated. She's a doctor, very beautiful, and is from a good family. These two meet up at the other guy's house every week when the other women are not home. (laughs) For one, I feel extremely stupid and sad and depressed having involved being involved with this guy, then I feel extremely angry that guys like this exist to destroy the lives of women like this. Their partners haven't suspected anything yet because whilst being their better halves, they are also focusing on getting better in their profession. To make matters worse, he and I work together. I'll have to work with him every day. So even my work life is messed up. I have these moments of extreme anger. I feel like reaching out to these women and telling them the truth. But then I'm also extremely cautious that I might end up hurting them both. Some friends of mine that I discussed this with, mostly my male friends, have all advised me to just forget about it and move on. It is easier said than done. I'm not angry that he is into another guy. I'm glad I'm not with him anymore. My anger is about how vile and deceitful they both are. By the way, we are all in Europe, all in our 30s, all with high-paying corporate jobs and live in modern society, so being gay isn't a stigma. So I don't see any other compelling reason for being such cheats. Gina, you sound so wise when it comes to relationships. I know this isn't a relationship anymore, but from women's point of view, what would be your advice to me? Should I let the other women know? Should I be even worried about it? Also, how to channel my anger to forget forget about this whole situation? Well, first of all, if you're choosing to, first of all, I don't think you should say anything. What do you think? You think she should tell the other women? No. Okay. Let me, let me, let me speak. Let me speak. I know it's hard to wrap your head. This is a very uh, complex situation. It's a double-edged sword. It's like you're going to hurt no matter what you do. So on one hand, Uh, from what I've res- what, from what I understand, just from like what you wrote, because I'm sure that this is like even way more complex and like emotional. You being in it than what you like wrote in the in the email. You know what I mean? There's so much. I'm sure it's just so yeah. much more complicated and and you know, uh, just things you're dealing with or have dealt with that you can't really we can't really get just from an email. Um, there is the whole thing like you know you'd want to if you could think to yourself like if well if it were me I would want to know um it seems it sounds like how calm how uh complicated and like sketchy and like uh 
so much back and forth and confusing and so many different people. It fits, seems like if their partners don't already, who is that? Sorry, Colby was walking behind you and waved. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you could, you could admit, you could assume that you don't need to be the one to make yourself more involved in all this stuff. Like basically all this drama that you know about from hearing about it from other people. Um, and you would probably, I, you could assume that like it's, it's going to fall apart at some point. Like there's no way it won't because right. it's so there's, there's like too much going on. There's like too many, like too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> like at some point yeah. they're, you know, they're going to handle their own stuff. Um, you could think to yourself, like, you know, maybe you really, maybe they really are really good at keeping it private and being really sneaky. And you really don't believe that they'll ever get caught. Or maybe you have this desire or this feeling that's telling you over and over and over again, like you need to tell, you need to tell them, you need to tell them. If you have that, I would say, if you have this feeling that keeps telling you like this story, like, you know, the a thought in the back of your mind. It's like, you have to tell them you need to tell them, then I would do it. But if you don't have that and you've already, like you've separated yourself from that whole situation, I wouldn't get more involved. Right. Personally. I think that the, that if you are more focused on yourself, and making yourself more healthy. And you have to kind of go back. I think a lot of women find themselves in these situations because it's, it's, they don't know their own Mm self-worth. So they choose to put themselves in situations and you have to kind of go back to where you start in the beginning, getting involved with somebody that you knew was involved with somebody else. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case too, I would just focus on, on finding out how to make yourself you know, find that self-worth before doing any of this, because I think part of it too, is that if you're, if you're just wanting to tell them, if you're convincing, I mean, if you really feel like you're doing it for the better of them, but there's also a bit of, of a revengeful feeling of wanting to hurt the people that hurt you. Yeah. Like out them. These, these two guys. Yeah. And, and wanting to hurt them. So if that's your motivation, that's probably not the best thing to do. And it could be, it could be would different be, Would too. be my like, advice. Also, like, no judgment on you and, and any of this. No. We, have, we, me and Gina do not judge at all. Um, it any could, of us could, could be, find ourselves could be in a, a situation. Yes, it could be a different situation, like different scenario, if you didn't know that you were getting involved with someone that had another sort of life um, and you, you discovered that. And then you also discovered like all this other shit. And there's these, there are the, there are these innocent people that you saw as innocent that you felt the need to be like, I just re I just learned this and you need to know this, but because it was already a sort of like muddy I don't, want, I don't want to say the word deceitful, but it was like a little deceitful start. I think just you've realized that you, that that's not what you want. You realize there's so much drama and complication and that that's not good for you. And you're recognizing that you're seeing other people's situation. You're hearing the drama. You're seeing this. It's like you're watching like a really bad movie, right? Um, you don't need to fix it. Like that's not yours to fix. That's what I would think. Um, yeah. You, you, it, did you started getting into you something? Yeah. You started to get into something right. that probably felt like, you know, he has a girlfriend, but you know, just cause there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score. <laughs> <laughs> I always like that saying, you know, he's got a girlfriend, but like maybe you really liked him and you hit it off really well. So you, you, ch- you tested it out. You spent more time together and you just got in too deep. And in the middle of that, you learned all this well, stuff. Well, and who knows what he was telling her yeah, at the time, 100%. too. 100%. So I'm saying, like, yeah. I just feel like you are you are better off to stay out of it, you know? And, and it'll, it'll be better for you. It'll be better for 
your mental health, you long-term, you know, you've recognized a lot of things that you don't want. You know, you thought you maybe, maybe you thought you did, but now it's like, no, I don't want that. That's not, doesn't make me feel good. Um, being in a situation like that and learning all these things about those people has got to make your self-worth go down a lot. And that should not, you need to have all the self-worth. Like you are worthy of, you're worthy of someone who isn't deceitful and, and wants to be with you and isn't constantly searching for something in other people, you know, and the best way for you to one, start believing that is you just got to, you got to move on. You got to, yeah. you know, and, and that's, it sucks. That, that's and so almost hard. Look at it like, it's so like hard you to, dodged the bullet. 100%. And it's so hard that you, like you said, you work with him. Like that is tough, man. And I don't, it's going to take some serious self-control. And honestly, you're going to have to get, I would say, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting from the hip here. But when I say these things to you guys, or I'm like giving you advice, you don't have to take it. Just so you know, too, like this well, might not work for I, you. <laughs> I just feel like I have to say that, but you right. know, maybe what, what I would do in that situation, um, and anyone could might have to do this. If you just work with someone who you had a falling out with, it could be a friend, it could be whatever, but you still have this job and you still have to deal with them or see them really often. You got to give yourself like, um, rules, you know, boundaries, boundaries, and you gotta, yeah. you're, you're going to have to really commit to yourself because you love yourself and because, you you know, that you, you, you got to stick to those rules, those boundaries. Like um, if you find yourself like maybe you're walking down the hall and you hear this person like talking in an office and you kind of slow down because you want to hear that. You can't. It's like you can't give them the time of day. You've got to do everything you can to make sure your focus and what you're thinking about doesn't get pulled into that direction that's going to ultimately it's going to make you feel bad you know it's going to be constantly do do more things for yourself that make you feel good about yourself do more things you know that are going to keep for a while I would say keep your mind busy like keep you busy keep you working on things that make yeah. you feel good keep you working on things that make you feel productive and over time like I mean obviously different but same in a sense when I was going through like divorce stuff like I was, dude, I was so broken, like emotionally, mentally for a very long time. And I was there with Gina when she went through it too, you know, yeah. and she went through it first and then I was going through it and kind of what she would tell me is like, she would say, it's just, it's just time. Like, and it's yeah. going to take a long time, but over time it, you will just start to feel better. And there will still be moments, you know, you have lots of firsts, so there'll still be moments where, you know, you, you get sad again, or you're kind of pulled back into like that dark state of feeling really, um, like you're going to implode almost, but the amount of time you're there, it shortens, you get better at pulling yourself up, you know, moving on, you get better at changing, you know, thinking about something different moving your focus to something better and it's just from practice and it's just from time. So you just need to, I would say you need to start as soon as possible putting like you're, you know, moving in a better direction for you. And I don't think going deeper into that, that, uh, situation drama, that you, you're yeah. not that you're not involved with and you're, you've already pulled yourself out of, that's not going to be great for you. And you really need to, no. we all love to help people. Um, and I do believe that in certain situations, if you have an opportunity to help someone and I, but not like this situation, uh, you can do right. that. Whether it's like, especially if, if someone's health's involved or safety, but I think that you, you can't do that if you yourself are not strong or ready for it too. It's kind of like on an airplane, like you put, you know, you put your mask on first and then you put it on your kids. <laughs> Right, right. You know, we need you to we need yeah. you to take care of you first. Good analogy, B. Good like analogy. That? I was pretty proud of it, but yeah. I also was chuckling as I yeah, said. Yeah, that was a guys, good one. You guys, we just need to we we all I always used to hate that too on the airplane and they'd say that and be like, What? I would totally put the mask on my kids first <laughs> when I was like, you know, younger. But the truth is you can't help anybody if you're not alive, right? right? You have to help yourself first and then and then take care of others.
experience. Yeah. So yes, I, I would say the same thing. You just, I, I would stay out of it. Yep. Because I would wonder what uh, it, it just feels messy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. That's a toughie. Well, good luck to you. And hopefully that helped. I hope, and it, I mean, it was a complicated situation. You know, it's hard, it's, and it's hard we, when you tell somebody it just takes time because it's, it seems like such an easy thing, but you, it, but like you said, it's, you have to make a decision for yourself. And a lot of people feel like they don't have control and you have to take that control back. Yep. And hopefully learn a lesson from it so that when you're in a situation and you're meeting somebody again, you can see the signs before you get involved in something like that again. Mm -hmm. So maybe just use it as a learning tool and yeah. Obviously we're not relationship experts guys. Use it as a learning tool and then, and then start a podcast (laughs) and then teach people about it. (laughs) These are the signs I learned when I, (laughs) I fell As into I the traps. my giant bed I by fell, myself. I fell into the traps of these things, these things, these, and now I'm here to share with you the signs. Right. <laughs> well, I really hope that helps. Um, and one, thanks for writing in and for one, like that's so complicated. And I feel pretty honored that you trust me and Gina enough or you want our, and you want our, insight or input or um you just want to listen to us try and like figure it out together like we're thinking about it we're like all right man this is complicated like which way do we go in a maze oh man the wheels are turning wheels are turning oh i've changed my mind i've changed my mind we're gonna let's let's actually know that i said it out loud that made no sense let's rework it back to the drawing board start over Back to the drawing board. Starting over. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we love you. Anyway. And I have to go film some movies. You guys. Yeah, for yeah. hours and hours. Well, <laughs> well, thanks, you guys, for listening. And don't forget to... Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Five-star five rating, five-star five star warning. warning. Talk to you next week. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.